chocolate creme brulee. Yes. It blew our minds. That's probably the best part. Kind of what makes it the pie. I love the crispiness on the outside, and that was amazing. Drum roll, please. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by... It's the room that's less sort of private and more private. It's a thousand things, big and small. Sutter Health. The Bay Area Airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com Sabraco, welcome to Check Please Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. We have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. But this week, something special. Kids are having their say at the Check Please table. And a first for us, 12-year-old twins. Kali is a bookworm who loves to debate. Her sister, Ishelle, is a free spirit who loves to dance ballet and hip-hop. Will they both agree when it comes to their favorite restaurant? Hmm, stay tuned. And 11-year-old Jonah was so inspired by Hamilton the Musical, he's constantly rhyming and rapping as his alter ego MC Sassy J. But first, surfs up for 11-year-old Soleil, who hangs 10 whenever the conditions are right. Luckily, her favorite paddle-out is just steps from her restaurant in Half Moon Bay. A coastal getaway offering fruits of the sea, live jazz, and killer sunsets, it's Sam's Chowder House. When people come to Sam's, we want them to have a getaway. We want them to forget about all of their problems and have a really great meal. I'm Julie Schenkman. I'm the co-owner of Sam's Chowder House, and we're here in beautiful Half Moon Bay. My husband and co-founder of Sam's grew up on the East Coast in a little coastal town. So we wanted to have an East Coast-style seafood house where really, really fresh seafood is prepared very simply and really letting the ingredients shine through. We chose this spot because it is just so beautiful. And the north side of the restaurant faces the harbor, and the south side, it's just open ocean. It's really quite beautiful. For us, our mantra is fresh, local when possible, and seasonal. Everything's grown all over the coast here. Our lettuce sometimes is in the fields in the morning, and by evening, we'll be serving it on our plates. We serve sustainably fished seafood. And during crab season, we will be serving local crab that's caught right here within Half Moon Bay. Sam's Chatterhouse is really well known for our lobster roll. And we use a pound and a quarter lobster in every lobster roll. It's a huge amount. And there's just nothing more delicious than, you know, eating a, a fresh oyster with the salt air and you're tasting the brininess of an oyster and it's just a really wonderful combination. I personally like it with champagne, <laughs> but it's good with a beer as well. Soleil, now Sam's Chatterhouse is a bit of a special treat for you, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How often do you get to go? I probably go like maybe once a month. I usually go after surf practice. After surfing, and surfing in Half Moon Bay is pretty tough, isn't it? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite thing to get there? 
the Point Reyes oysters. Yep. They're super fresh, and the Point Reyes ones have the most flavor to me. Mm -hmm. And do you get any sauce with them? Or? Yeah, I put onion vinegar sauce and lemon, and that's just perfect. I don't really get the horseradish on it. Um, so, do you like the texture of oysters? I used to hate it. Honestly, mm -hmm. I used to hate it, but now I like well, it. Why did you change? The sauce makes it good, but I don't know why. It's a weird food. It yeah, is, it's but a weird I, food. I really enjoy it. <laughs> what else do you get? For another appetizer, I get the lobster ceviche. Mm -hmm. um, it comes in this like little tostada chip bowl, and then surrounding it is like mango sauce, mm -hmm. and inside it you have lobster, cabbage, this sauce mm -hmm. is super creamy and salty. Mm -hmm. And then you take a little chip from the bowl and scoop it, and it's really good. Is that your favorite more than the oysters? Or no, no, nothing can Nothing the beats oysters. the oysters, okay. Jonah, do you remember what you had when you went to Sam's? I had the crispy, juicy farm artichokes, and I loved them. Mm. They were crunchy and flaky on the outside and soft on the inside. And then they came with this sour, Rich, creamy lemon aioli. Nice. I also had their Manhattan clam chowder. Now, I had New England clam chowder before, and I thought I loved that best out of all the soups, but I've been converted. Manhattan clam chowder, I just love the tomatoey base for uh -huh. it, and I love the spice kick. That's so good. Yeah. I think my favorite out of all of them were the roasted garlic chili prawns. I love those fresh prawns with those spicy chilies and that creamy, rich feta cheese. It's so good. Nice. All yeah. right. I want to ask you two, what was your experience at Sam's? Um, it was really good, judging that we don't usually prefer fish. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we had was the halibut tartare, mm -hmm. and it was some of the freshest fish I've ever had. And if you don't like fish, I mean, tartare is, is going pretty fishy. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it was like this fish on top of avocado. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't even taste the fish. You could only taste avocado. So it just basically tasted like um, guacamole. Yeah. Then we had um, fish and chips. And that, I love the fish and chips because it was super crunchy and you couldn't even tell that it was fish. Well, that's a sign of, you know, someplace with really fresh fish. Yeah. And what else did you have? We had the chopino and one of my childhood memories is my grandma would come over mm -hmm. and she would make chopino. Uh -huh. and I just love the sauce. Yes. Mm -hmm. The bell pepper flavor really came out in it. Was it as good as your grandma's? Uh, yes, <laughs> and I, I really liked the bread that it came with. It just soaked up all this chopino, and I liked right. how that was. So. Right. What else do you get? Oh, yeah, for my main course, uh -huh. I got um, grandma's homemade special spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs at Sam's Chowder House? Mm. What's going on? <laughs> their, their spaghetti is the best. The noodles are so thick. And they make um, the sauce there. Uh -huh. The sauce is super fresh. Yeah, um, for a chowder house, like usually you'd expect that it's mostly focused on fish, but even like the side dishes, like spaghetti, which isn't focused on fish, or like the desserts, mm -hmm. everything was perfect. It was. Yeah? Both yeah. of you agree on that one. The twins agree on that one. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about the place for a minute because it's pretty spectacular, isn't it? The place. Jonah's going, yeah, tell me about your, well, your thoughts. I love to see the sunset over the ocean. We played with my dog on that beach before. 
such a pretty beach to look over while eating fresh seafood. Yes. It's not uh -huh. just a restaurant and this experience. Oh, we loved it. Afterwards, we went down to the beach and just laid there for a real long time. One thing I do have to say, though, is the line is so long. If you ha don't have a reservation? Yeah. But I think they handled it well, because we were in by the in the first five minutes, and the line was out of the door. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. And any room for dessert? I have the soft serve ice cream with sea salt and olive oil. It might sound weird, but it's so delicious. Mm -hmm. And they, like, add a salty flavor to the sweet ice cream, kind of like salted caramel. And it was so creamy and refreshing. What else did you guys have? Yes. We had the chocolate creme brulee. Oh, chocolate creme brulee. Yes. It blew our minds. It was <laughs> Awesome. We just, <laughs> I have had creme brulee before and it was very sweet. The chocolate kind of measured that out, you know, and made it like just perfect. I just like the texture of it too. Oh my, I can't, it, it was like literally heaven in my mouth. Yes, I have one of my favorite desserts also, key lime pie. Mm. It has that tangy, sweet flavor. And then they even put like a little mint garnish on top and it's just so creamy and amazing, and I loved it. All right, this is your restaurant, Soleil. Give us a quick summary. Uh, Sam's Charter House is great for three Fs, family, food, and fun. All right, and Jonah? Sam's Charter House is a great restaurant with a beautiful view for any seafood lover or chowderholic. Okay, and Kali and Michelle? If you love fresh seafood and a beachfront view, then Sam's Charter House is the place for you. Oh, great. Well, if you would like to try Sam's Chowder House, it's on Highway 1 in Half Moon Bay. It's open every day for lunch and dinner. Reservations are recommended. And the average dinner tab per person is around $35. Sisters Kali and Ishel are proud of their multicultural roots. They're part German, Indian, Salvadoran, and Italian. So dinners in their family offer a pretty amazing mix of culinary delights. Though it was a tough one just choosing one restaurant to share, they finally agreed on a South Indian spot offering comforting dosas and sweet lassies. In Sunnyvale, it's called Sangeeta. So Sangeeta means music. Music and food are the two things that kind of hit your soul. So this is a way of bringing both together. I'm Pradeep Paniadi. I'm the director for Sangeeta Restaurant in Sunnyvale, California. So I'm a third generation restaurateur. My grandfather got into the business many moons ago and it was my uncle that started the brand Sangeeta in 1985. I miss the food that I grew up with, and I wanted to bring a little taste of that to the community. Our master chef is somebody that's been with us for over 30 years, and the recipe that we brought over is essentially something that he learned directly from my uncle. So there might be you know, misconception that Indian food is spicy. The idea is to bring the flavors out. So if a particular dish needs to have a certain level of spice to get that flavor out, then we would do it. But where it's not needed, we completely avoid it. And if anything we can do to make the kid eat better, uh, eat more, you know, we're all for it. 
uh, dosas, for example, it's easy for them to eat, it's fun for them to eat. Nothing brings us more joy than to see a kid's plate empty. You know, the colors in the restaurant are all earthen colors. My philosophy is that we come from the earth, the food that we serve comes from the earth, and it's actually our guests and our customers that add color to the restaurant, to our lives, and to our livelihood. All right, now, both of you can tell me why you love Sangeeta. What is special about it for you? Well, my grandma used to cook Indian food, and she would never cook South Indian food, so it's really nice to, like, get to explore the other side of India, you know? Right. Yeah. So you had good memories just around the restaurant yes. in terms of being with your grandmother. Yes. And Sangeeta's is a very healthy alternative, especially for vegetarian folks out there. Because it's only vegetarian food. Yes. Tell me what you get every time you go. So for me, I always get the ghee dosa because yeah. I don't like spicy food. So like it's a little bit crunchy, it's a little bit soft, and it's really big. Mm -hmm. And then I love dipping it in all the sauces. And what are those sauces? There's a lot of chutneys, and then mm -hmm. there's also like soups that have tomato flavors and spices. Yeah, I really like the ghee masala dosa. Mm -hmm. So it's really big, like that big, and it has potatoes. Rolled over? Yeah, and I really like that. Sauce. Right. What did you have, Soleil, when you went? Um, for our appetizer, we got the poi masala, which is like a fluff wheat bread, and it comes with masala and um, veggie kurma. It was really good. The masala was spicy, but mm -hmm. it wasn't like super spicy, which was good because I can't do super duper spicy. Right. And the veggie karma was a bright like sauce with different vegetables. There was um, peas and carrots and I think some cabbage. Jonah, what did you have? Actually, we wanted to order so much that um, now, the waiter told us we, we couldn't because we didn't know they'd come in such big portions. So for an appetizer, we had the plain idli, which, which was pretty awesome. I liked the spongy, soft texture, and I also liked the large array of sauces to dip it in, sambar and chutneys, especially the sambar. It's good plain or dip with anything, pretty much. It, Would it be good with your shoe? <laughs> I said any of the food there. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'll try it. But then we also had the Mumbai Baji Dosa, and that was amazing. I loved, like, the crispiness on the outside, the soft, spicy potatoes on the inside. So good, dipped in, like, the coconut chutney. And then there's also my favorite thing I got. Drum roll, please. The onion chili atopum. Woohoo! It's so good. It's like some soft, delectable bread with like moist, crunchy onions and spicy chilies. So good. Michelle, so is you're shaking your head. He ordered right, huh? Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like anything that restaurant has is out of this world. In my version of heaven. <laughs> uh, we usually get the onion udapam too, so it's very similar so to that, good. except yeah. it's not spicy because Ishelle and I cannot handle spicy. And right. yeah, we usually take it home and eat it like in our lunches, and right. it's yeah. very easy to pack. And udapam's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah it's mm -hmm. like spongy too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After school, my mom heated up some more of that onion chiliathopam because we had leftovers. That was the ultimate after school snack for me. I kind of <laughs> wish we could just drive back to Sunnyvale and get more of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have any of these, Soleil? What mm -mm. else did you have? Um, next, we got the chobatura. It's like a huge, huge fluff bread. 
and you tear a little piece off in different types of sauces. They had the chana masala, the red onion, and the um, raitha, which is like the yogurty tangy sauce, which is my favorite. And I liked the place because they were metal, mm -hmm. and they had different slots for the sauces, which I thought was right. kind of cool. I just have a question. Have you guys tried the mango lassi there? Yes! Yeah. Like, <laughs> one of the greatest lassies ever. There was two types on the menu, mm -hmm. the salty and sweet. And me and my mom got the sweet one. And which was really nice is the manager gave us um, them for free. Oh, that's nice. So nice. Yeah. Mango lassi is good everywhere, but this mango lassi is better than most of the mango lassies I've tried. Mm including some I've tried in India. Really? And did you like the service? Were they very nice to you and helpful? Um, the service was, to me, the service was kind of fast but not friendly. It was partly because they were, like, kind of wanting to close down quick. We got there kind of, like, an hour before closing. So I don't heard. go close to closing time. That's the moral. That was the real thing, yeah. the yes. moral of the story. I feel and like the customer service could be better, mm -hmm. but for me, the food is what really matters. Um, when we went there, the service was really good. Our um, waiter, mm -hmm. he gave us like a history lesson about the place. And they have and, places in India. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. like 83 all over India mm -hmm. and then there's one in America. Right. And he was really nice. He gave us free dessert, which was the semolina pineapple pudding. And the pineapple flavor was not over-exaggerated. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Oh, now you guys are going to get that next time, huh? Yes, yes. definitely. You're going to try it. All right, girls, wrap it up for us. This is your restaurant. If you want to go to India and you don't want to pay for tickets, then Sangeeta is the place for you. All right, and Jonah? If you want an authentic South Indian experience with, with tasty, spicy food in large portions, go to Sangeeta Indian Restaurant. And Soleil? If you want to try some of South India's best food, go to Sangeeta. If you would like to try Sangeeta Restaurant, it's on East El Camino Real in Sunnyvale. It's open every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and the average dinner tab per person is around $25. As you've guessed by now, Jonah is definitely not shy when it comes to meeting strangers. So it comes as no surprise he's made fast friends with the chef at his restaurant. A festive place that's earning a reputation for its fresh take on one of Spain's most famous dishes. In Santa Rosa, it's Gerard's Paella. The feeling we wanted to have in here is very much like a European style, a Spanish style tapas restaurant. People are sharing stuff, it's loud, it's crazy, it's all kinds of great things going on. I'm Gerard Nabeski of Gerard's Paella in downtown Santa Rosa. The origins of paella originally are actually a Moroccan dish. It's up to 300 years out of the Moors occupying Spain. When they left, they left their pans behind and the Spaniards adopted it and turned it into a paella as their national dish. <laughs> So we've been doing this on the road pretty much for about 15 years. We do it nationwide. Our whole setup is very portable, looks beautiful. You see it go from a bare pan to this beautiful mosaic of food, you know, in a matter of an hour, hour and a half. We're making it very accessible here. We always have three batches of different styles of rice cooking away. And then we have 11 inch pans that that rice goes into. The raw proteins or veggies all get put on top. And then it goes into the 700 degree oven and gets flashed and all cooked off in six minutes. The most coveted part of the dish is the bottom of the pan, which is called the sokorat, and it's literally a, a sweet rice that's been caramelized. 
We've got a great little tapas uh, scene as well as a bar scene. We have a fantastic bartender, Frank Dice. He's legendary in the area. We're doing all kinds of neat stuff. It's all artisanal made, and we've got basically something for the whole family here. But the true success of the dish is the social aspect of it. It's afforded me <laughs> to have a captive audience because I do like talking, I like socializing, I like swapping stories with people. This is a, a way to, you know, stand around and talk about stuff, and I think it's just great. I love it. Now, I understand from Gerard that you actually got in there and learned how to make a little paella, didn't you? Yeah, so yeah. he's kind of a local celebrity, and I met him, introduced myself, and he was so nice to me, and he presented me with a paella pan, two different kinds of paella spices, and a, pie, a paella recipe, and a pepper that they put in paellas. That was so nice of Isn't him. Isn't that wonderful? He's so nice. And what did you like most about making paella, and then what do you like most about eating paella? What I like most about making paella is eating it. And what I like most about the eating it is probably just everything combined. My favorite paella to get there is the El Pescador, which means the fisherman in Spanish. I love all that fresh seafood with that rice that's usually soft, but sometimes gets amazingly burnt and crispy at the bottom. That's and the best part. It is. Mm -hmm. And it also has some creamy aioli on this one, and you can squeeze lemon on top to give it like a little tangy kick. Oh, so good. Did you have you ever had paella before? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which one did you get? I got the Rosa paella. It comes with marinated chicken, um, arugula, fennel, chorizo bilbao. It was so good. And actually, the arugula and fennel come on top, mm -hmm. so you kind of mix it like a salad. And did you like that chorizo in there? It was super good. Mm -hmm. That was probably the best part. Kind of what makes it the paella. Mm -hmm. We also got the Rosa paella. I really liked it. It was very smoky for me, but other than that, it was really, really good. I actually really like that smoky flavor in it. Yeah. Um, did all of you get tapas? Yeah. Yeah, I yes. one. Mm -hmm. We got the paquito bocadillo. Okay. So it had arugula in it, and mm -hmm. arugula is a very strong, you know, flavor. Bitter, bitter. and kind of spicy. Mm -hmm. After taking out the arugula, though, it was really good. I Like, it was... Yeah. Very well made. I could tell, like, the prosciutto was high quality and the mm -hmm. cheese was too. Oh, we also got a tortilla española and we really liked it. Yeah. And then just the aioli sauce kind of threw it off a little, but other than that, I loved it. Yes. It looked like a slice of cake, but like savory. Mm -hmm. I got the bodega salad, mm -hmm. which um, had roasted mushrooms, spring onions, and cider vinaigrette and crispy jamón. And it was so good. Probably the best salad I've ever had. That the is, best salad? I agree with you. That oh. is my favorite salad ever. I love those goat cheese toasts. They're creamy and crunchy. And I love those crunchy ham on bits. Yeah. They're like prosciutto, but more flavorful. Mm -hmm. The egg on top, the poached egg. Mm. It's often like the best egg ever. <laughs> But my favorite tapa is probably the stuffed piquillo peppers. Mm. So there are these tangy peppers with yeah. this creamy goat cheese inside. And then these chilies on top, they just give it a tiny bit of spice kick. I also got the stuffed piquillo peppers. It's super rich and it has a really nice presentation. It was really good. It's so good. <laughs> but I think my second favorite would be Papas Bravas. There are these potatoes that are crispy but then soft also. And then they have this thing called angry sauce on them, which is kind of a funny name. It's spicy and creamy. And it's very angry. Like, ow, why are you eating me? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the place. Very aesthetically 
pleasing. Mm -hmm. I really liked how the um, restaurant was set up, and the restaurant was kind of modern in itself, mm -hmm. but still had that like cultural feel. The service was so amazing. They came and checked on us. They were very friendly. They were very friendly. They were so yeah. nice. All right, did anyone have any dessert? Um, yes, we had the creme catalan. So it has like a caramelized layer of sugar on top that you have to break through to get to the pudding. Um, it had three raspberries and I really enjoyed just the sweet and tart mixing together yeah. and it tasted like gingerbread. Yeah. And that was unexpected, but very, very good. Yeah. I had the churritos chocolate. Mm -hmm. It was really good because they make the churros there. They're homemade. Yeah. They're like little. Yeah. And then there's a little cup of chocolate, right. super warm and fresh. And you dip some and eat it. I They're know. super good. I like how it's not too sweet. It's sugar and cinnamon. And the chocolate is a little bit sweet, a little bit bitter, creamy. Mm -hmm. That's like the best part of it. All right. Give us a quick wrap up of your restaurant. Tom. If you want delicious, authentic Spanish food in a beautiful but casual atmosphere, it's a Gerard's Paella. Okay, and Soleil. If you want great, delicious paella and a cool restaurant setting, go to Gerard's Paella. If you are a paella lover and you want a pleasing aesthetic, then Gerald's Paella y Tapas is for you. All right, if you would like to try Gerhard's Paella y Tapas, it's on 4th Street in Santa Rosa. It's open Wednesday through Monday for lunch and dinner, closed on Tuesdays, and the average tab is about $30 a person. I have to thank my terrific guests on this week's show. Soleil, who's crazy for the ceviche at Sam's Chowder House in Half Moon Bay. Kali and Ishel, who really dig the dosas at Sunnyvale Sanguita. And Jonah, who dons his beret to say ole at Gerard's Paella in Santa Rosa. We really want to hear about your experiences at any of the restaurants we've been talking about. So keep in touch with us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Or better yet, post your favorite food shots on Instagram with the hashtag Bay Area Bites. And don't forget that you can watch any of the shows on our website at kqed.org slash check, please. So join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. All right, you guys, you were awesome. Awesome, pal. Check, Please! Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by the Bay Area Airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com It's the room that's less sort of private and more private. It's a thousand things, big and small. Sutter Health. What is the craziest food you've ever eaten? I've eaten fish eye. A fish eye? Oh, actually, I didn't completely eat it. My dad kind of tricked me into putting it in my mouth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yo, 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 I love to watch Check Please Bay Area. Watching without getting hungry, I dare ya. I love looking at all the stuff in mouth watering food. This watching it puts me in the greatest mood. <laughs> I love it.